And I think how much better would it be, you know, waking up in the morning, rolling over, hopefully you don't hit snooze. Um, but just right away, just saying, oh, it's going to be a great day. I mean, that is completely different than rolling over and just right away. Oh, I hate this or I hate, I mean, it's just, you're going to tackle the day in a completely different direction based on those few words that you can say in the morning. And so taking toddler's advice, just yeah, tap into that two-year-old's brain day. and yeah. today is awesome. Hello everyone. And welcome to the stronger, healthier, happier podcast. We are very excited to have you with us and thrilled to have the opportunity to improve together. We believe that by paying close attention to our mindset, movement, sleep, stress, nutrition, and network, that we can create the life we were intended to live. Here is to a stronger, healthier, happier you. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Stronger, Healthier, Happier podcast. <laughs> this is Zach. <laughs> this is Jen. I like that you kind of sang that. Did I sing that yeah, one? Yeah, it was a very musical introduction. Oh. <laughs> I'll have to try even harder next time and hit some high notes. <laughs> we are on episode 22. <laughs> Is that good? And slowly losing our minds. <laughs> yes, we're on episode 22, guys. Um, it's also day 137 of Get Rocked at Home. That's day 137 going all the way back to March. So we've kind of, this has been two separate sessions of Get Rocked at Home. But that means we've spent, yeah, like 130 days at home in 2020. And now we're uh, kicking off 2021 with another seven or eight days of Get Rocked at Home with our business being closed. And um, yeah, since this last lockdown, I think I did the math right. This is now 58 days of this second lockdown. Yeah, and uh, this might be a little risky for us, um, but we, we actually just, it's like one o'clock on Friday, January 8th, um, we just got the news that we will be closed for another two weeks. And if you would have been in the gym about 20 minutes ago, it was like full-blown rage yeah, it would have been a no no kids F-bombs. podcast. Yes, there if, was major frustration happening. Yeah, if we would have had the mics rolling in the van <laughs> on the way over here, there would be some bleeps thrown in there. But um, yeah, and I think the reason we want to, we're going to get into this topic and I think hopefully get out of it quick. A, because it's like a giant elephant in the room. I think anybody listening to this podcast is maybe expecting a little bit of this closure talk from us and if we are being completely honest with everybody which we try to be completely transparent I don't have an impenetrable mind or skin so thick that this stuff doesn't bother me Um, I think it's quite the opposite I am affected by all of this a lot I just try to have a (laughs) continuous battle in my mind to shut out the negative noise and keep trying to think about the positives and be grateful that we're still in a position where we're going to be able to reopen one day. Um, But yeah, like I said, guys, if you're struggling, you're battling, we are right in the trenches with you mentally and emotionally, financially, I never thought we'd be dipping into accounts that we never intended to dip into till we were <laughs> yeah. retiring at 99. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, it seems slightly counterintuitive to uh, be taking your retirement savings uh, about 30, 30 years too soon. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we're not, we're not ones to dwell and we certainly don't want pity. This is not for, for people to feel bad for us. There are hundreds and thousands of people that are in way worse situations and we continuously remind ourselves of that. Yeah. We don't want to complain. I think we just want to be able to relate to people and hopefully people relate to us knowing that the struggle is real. Yeah. And I mean, I think for any any small business that just that is closed that just heard that announcement when you hear it 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 seems like it is a personal attack on your life um and no matter what our feelings are i mean we've we've had discussions this week about petitioning and and i mean the truth is i don't even know we don't even know like what who do we talk to how, you know and it really doesn't matter like the answer is no no one's going to no one's going to let us open yeah and the truth is we don't even know like I could list a million reasons why I think we should be open, mm-hmm. but I'm seeing it from my point of view. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to see it from a bird's eye view on the whole situation. I don't envy the people who have those jobs. Do I want to open? Like, a th- yes, a hundred percent. I want to open. We're going to like fight each other to see who's going to coach the first five thirty AM class. Yeah. <laughs> Do I think we could open and run things safely? Yeah. Like, you know, we have so many great protocols in place. We have, we can have people wearing masks the whole time they're in here. We have sanitizing, you know, when you come in and leave, we have sanitizing after the workout. We have boxes that are 15, 15 feet. I think they're six, yeah, 16 feet by 11 feet, like massive space to everybody. So I believe plus we, we control the flow of people who come in. We know who comes in at what time they're coming in. We have so many elements in here that I believe work so well with the situation we're in. However, it's not my call to say if we should be open or not. So yeah, I think we should be open and I want to be open. I also just don't know what's right. Yeah. So to be honest, if someone said, yeah, you go to court and argue and you could open, like there's a part of me that thinks, yeah, I should definitely do that. And there's part of me that's thinking, what is the right call? if the numbers are high, I honestly don't know. I just, yeah, we're kind of stuck in this middle ground. Yeah. Um, we also, I mean, I know you already said this, but we always try to remind ourselves that we certainly do not want to be that person making these calls and having to publicly announce it. Um, I'm sure the hate mail is flowing like one would not believe to any, uh, leader that's having to, to make these closures. And I mean, it's not like it's, his decision it's a it's a huge group of people that are kind of feeding information um but yeah i mean for any small business the the margins at the end of the month are are already small i think anyone that knows us <laughs> we don't make huge salaries we never intended to get in this to make huge salaries and neither do most business people business people i think that makes sense kids work <laughs> um so when you when you cut income, and I mean, we are part of a very, very lucky group, and we say this all the time, and we've had members donate their membership, even though we're closed, uh, for some of the services that we are providing. Um, I don't think all businesses could say the same, so we know we're lucky, but even when you reduce your income even just a tiny bit, I'm saying the margins are already so small, it, it does become very difficult. And well, it's are, very difficult when... 
you're trying to survive at a, as a business in normal times. Mm-hmm. There are businesses that are open right now that are still losing money. And there are businesses like ours that are closed that are losing money. And we are so grateful for everything. It's, it's, it's very hard when you are slowly, slowly sinking. It feels like we are in quicksand. And I don't know, I just, I don't know how much longer we can do this as far as like, and and other businesses where I feel like people think like there's only a few weeks left before, I don't know, like more. Well, our parents would have to help us. Yeah. We'd have to start asking for money and, um, or go get other jobs. Like it's just, it's kind of getting, yeah, it's just getting a bit too serious. Yeah. And again, we're not, we, we don't need a bunch of emails or texts coming in after this we will make do and we will open this is what we love to do we just need Um, the numbers we need the numbers to keep going down yeah we need to get reopened and we need to have really strong measures in place when we open that's what we want i think the the biggest or the most frustrating thing right now um is the timeline so to say that you'll be closed for another two weeks like we both kind of have backup you've been talking about just different part-time jobs and like what can we do to earn a bit of extra income um it's very hard when you only have a two-week window because obviously the moment we get word that we can open like we are we're obviously back here full-time and then some so plus we're working now yeah i mean that that's been a frustration um for sure just you know it seems okay in another two weeks but then even for a grant application so I had applied for a safe at home grant for the get rocked at home program and kind of looking to make expansions to it. Our grant application was denied. And so I'm ready to make more grant applications. However, again, it's hard to say that you're going to run a four week program or six week program when we could be open in two weeks and then we'll have classes in those slots. It's, it's just, yeah, it's really hot. It's really hard to plan anything yeah, and we're, not, and we're not just closed for two weeks. We're closed indefinitely. We just might hear something in two weeks. So yeah. it's this game of we just don't know where we are as far as when we're going to be able to reopen. But um, but going beyond that, what are we doing? Um, so some things that we are looking forward to getting going is a big retail or not retail um, apparel. We're going to get some apparel stuff going because that's something that we can do everything's always pre-ordered anyways and i know rockers and even non-rockers are are loving um yeah just the new logo and kind of supporting us in that way so that's something that i'm super pumped about because yeah non-rockers can still buy if you like our (laughs) our logo or our trucker hats or um hoodie sweatshirts if you're not a member you can still buy it we've had that question come up a couple times and I think we are quite thrilled yeah. when a person in the community who's not a member wants to wear ours. Yeah. I mean, we're still, yeah, we're just yeah. regular people and we're friends, even if you're not members, of course. Yeah. So when someone buys as a As long ha- as you're not like robbing banks and. Yeah. Don't rob a bank in our house. Yeah. <laughs> so another thing that we're super excited about is the Brandon Chamber of Commerce had an awesome uh, grant or subsidy program that allowed us to get a Shopify website attached to our website. So we've been working with Leech Printing and it has been a lot of fun getting our small amount of retail items up on our website in a professional manner. So that should be launching hopefully, 
I'm guessing on Monday. So yeah, we're kind of pumped just to be able to get things up and out of here. Legitimize this operation. Yes. I think it always was intended to be a one-stop shop for the people in the gym on their way out. They could grab a a bar or a can of BioSteel or whatever you need. And now we're going to hopefully take it a little bit further than that. We good there? We are good there. All right, guys. Let's we're doing uh, okay. We're, we're going to make it. we got smiles on our faces. Yeah, we're good, guys. Uh, I just think when someone always asks you, how you doing, how you doing, how you doing, and you only ask, or sorry, you only answer, good, 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 then it becomes so common that it's almost like you're not even giving a real answer. So sometimes we just like to give a real, real, real deep down honest answer. And that doesn't mean we're doing bad. We are still good. We are great. Most days we have awesome days and some days feels like Groundhog Day. We want all this to go away and it's it's going to go on. But um, we just want to kind of get into those feelings a little bit today. Yeah, I think our maybe my ego or we talked about we shouldn't worry what other people think. But in reality, sometimes I worry that people think that we are just sitting on our butts living life right now you know people donated some memberships and like oh it must be so nice they're getting all this time and I guess we just wanted to we shouldn't have to prove anything to every anyone but we're um, battling through that is yeah not (laughs) what we're doing all right guys so main subject of this podcast we're going back to a Zach and Jen top 10 Jen had this idea I think quite a few months ago when we finally between having guests on the podcast and other topics we wanted to get to, um, we are doing a Zach and Jen top 10 lessons from a toddler. I thought this was a very cool topic that Jen brought up and we are kind of happy to get at it today. A couple things we want to mention starting off. Number one is we love our daughter. We love our daughter and of course we think she is awesome. But this isn't bragging about our daughter. This is just lessons from... in general. Yes. Lessons from any toddler we've been around. And there's just a spirit to them that we kind of want to chat about today. Because there are are so many cool lessons I think we can learn from a one-year-old, two-year-old, three-year-old, four-year-old. And yeah, these are just general life lessons. So none of these are like secret things that we have learned from (laughs) Paxton. You don't need a a child to take advantage or to see some of these lessons exactly um all right let's get into it yeah the the fun thing is is that we each came up with five to be able to compare and then we compared notes and we had how many overlapped three overlaps so uh those ones are maybe especially good (laughs) we both thought they were in the top five so here we go number one on my list is that it is actually nice outside in the middle of winter and not just this year because I know it's been exceptionally nice, but somehow as adults, we have been conditioned to think that basically as of November, it's just, it's freezing. You can't be out. It's too cold. I got to start my vehicle 12 minutes early. I got my seat heater, just impossible to do things outside. And you realize even the smallest of children love being outside. It is just invigorating and you can be outside for two hours if you dress properly. I think Wim Hof (laughs) says it that adults, we have conditioned ourselves to be comfortable all the time. So in summer, 
we're too hot, we want to be in air conditioning. And then in winter, we're too cold, we want to be in our warm house where the kids just seem to love being outside. Yes, as we all should. Get outside, it's actually nice. All right, number two is stuff is just stuff. I just love how toddlers just they just are they they just they don't care about the house they live in the clothes that are on them or the vehicle that I drive it's funny as we sometimes get older I think I always fight these feelings too that oh man I wish I had a nicer vehicle or I need to redo this in my house or maybe I need a bigger house maybe I need a nicer house and I find a toddler or Paxson constantly reminds me that stuff doesn't matter it just is what it is and um, a quote that always comes to mind that I love from Fight Club is if anyone's heard this one we buy things we don't need with money we don't have to impress people we don't like and I think it's just a funny reminder I love that quote but stuff is just stuff and to a toddler she is just happy to she loves my blue car yeah (laughs) Yeah. the blue car that's about to burn out at any moment (laughs) yeah she thinks it's awesome yeah Yeah. moving on uh next one for me is sleep is everything how did you put you put sleep is important sleep is important yes it is their world can potentially crumble if they do not get enough sleep. And really, it's the exact same for us. We just don't like to ever attribute it to that. But that's what it is. Your stress goes up. Your eating can get out of control if you are not giving your body the time to sleep. And it's just so evident with um, tiny humans that they need to sleep. Otherwise, they're like completely different people. Yeah, and she has a very specific bedtime. And so should we. Mm Mm-hmm. Because we function better and she wakes up at 6 a.m. or just after 6. She's always waking up within a 10-minute window, her internal alarm clock. She's also She also went down just after 6. So she's getting 11 and a half to 12 hours of sleep. And when she wakes up in the morning, she is ready to go, ready to play. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, when... When did this grogginess yeah, set in? When did we learn to be just such slugs in the morning? And I know they're kids and they have energy, but like, it's like beautiful to see how important sleep is for them. And they wake up and they're ready to start the day versus just being like, oh, it's 615. (laughs) Snooze. (laughs) We're trying to learn from her to get up on time, go to sleep on time. Yes. All right. The next one on my list is don't be in a rush 24-7. I feel like, again, this is maybe something we get into as we get older, but there is just so much jam-packed in our schedule. We've got to be here at this time. We can be here for this long. We've got to, be, we've got to leave here. And an awesome reminder from Paxton was we were at the Toboggan Hill, and she tobogganed a little bit, and then she found this orange parking barrier, which she just thought was fascinating, And we did like burpees and squats at it for a bit and played hide and seek around this barrier that clearly we can see each other through. 
And then we're going to leave and she just stops and finds this twig, this big long stick and just was fascinated by the stick. And we just, and there's, there's always a part of me thinking like, okay, we got to go. We got to get in the van. We got to be here at this time. We got to have dinner. And it's just, it was such a good reminder to just stop and enjoy little things. Be present. You don't need to be in a rush all the time. Well, I think it goes for the same this isn't on our list, but just not everything is needs to be a lesson. You just read that on, was it dad, dad D- life? Daily dad. Daily dad. And so I think, I don't know, just in this day and age, we're, as parents, you feel like you're behind or like, did you teach them anything? What's the teachable moment? You know, what were you focusing on? And sometimes just enjoy the stick. And just be. It's nothing. It's just a stick or yep. an object. Maybe she doesn't even know it's a stick. <laughs> it's okay. But she enjoyed it and it was fun. <laughs> Next one for me. This one, yeah, this one I really love. It is toddlers just have no self-pity or they're not looking for pity. They do not have a poor me attitude. Uh, they're not looking for sympathy for anyone. They just move on. And so the example... Uh, we haven't really come across it with packs, but we've heard lots of stories from people that we know. And, you know, kids get injured. They run into things. They get fractures. They break bones. And the crazy thing is, is that their life is completely the same, except for they, it's like they won't put weight on that leg that is broken or strained or whatever. But other than that, their demeanor is a okay. And they're just happy to go on as long as they're not asked to walk on that leg. Whereas I feel somehow as we get older, it's... Hey, look, I have this cast on now and yeah. oh, poor me, I can't do this, I can't do that. Like you're just constantly focusing on the things that you cannot do because of whatever situation. And they're just the opposite. They just, well, I can't do that. So I guess I'm going to sit here and play with these toys or do whatever I can do. And it's just... Yeah, it's very inspiring and a great reminder. Yeah, those, I feel like those thoughts and emotions just aren't a part of them. No. So I don't know where along the lines we also learned to feel sorry for ourselves because it's just not, that's not a positive or productive emotion to have. And I love toddlers. I mean, their heads are also made out of sponge apparently (laughs) because she just cranks it off the kitchen table (laughs) and just keeps going where... I feel like every time we get a bumper bruise, we have to <laughs> post it online and hey, tell someone about it. Yeah. I'm like, just yeah, just you don't need you don't need any self pity. Yeah. That's a good lesson from her. The next one on my list, this one might be my favorite one. Um, toddlers are insanely resilient. They have such a strong desire to constantly try new things. And try again and try again and repeat them and repeat them and fail and fail and fail and try again and learn as they go. They just, they have this, yeah, innate ability to never quit. This internal desire to learn and grow and try new things. And I feel like that is a major lesson adults need to relearn. I don't know if it's just a part of being way more self-aware as we get older. So we're very self-aware of what we're doing and our brain tells us, hey, uh, don't do that. You're not good at that. And then it'll be embarrassing and people will laugh Mm -hmm. at you. Like I don't, you know, I think it's a a higher 
cognitive function. Uh, yes. A there we go. That was very good. A higher cognitive function. We have a very um, strong self-awareness where we're sometimes afraid to do things. And toddlers are just awesome with that. They just looks like fun. They're going to go do it. Yeah. And I think to add to that is that they... You know, we see we see them climbing and doing things and your your gut reaction is just always or for me it is. I think I'm just maybe a more cautious person. Like I get almost heart palpitations when she's on a structure trying to go down a slide because my head says she could slip. She could this could happen. She could lose her balance. Um, but the reality is, is that they're actually quite confident in what they can do and what they can't. And I know I just I've learned to keep my mouth shut on her little pickler ladder because she climbs right to the top and sometimes she tries to be a bird or a caca. Um, and sometimes she slips and bumps her chin. I mean, if, if she's not yeah. going to... I have to learn to trust her. Yeah. Uh, and I think that just relates the same way. We just, we have to trust ourselves to, yeah. to try things. and Yeah. And the lesson there, I think we said this on a, another podcast. If you wouldn't say it to a kid, don't say it to yourself. So I remember th thinking like, when she's trying to learn how to walk... No adult is saying, hey, whoa, 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 don't, no, 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 don't do that. That's dangerous. You know, you could fall. You could hurt yourself. I wouldn't try that. We're very aware that kids learn how to walk and we're good with it. Then when we're adults, we say those things to ourselves. Whoa, you know, um, you don't try that, Zach. You know, you're not going to be good at it. Um, you know, you could fail. You could be embarrassed. You could hurt yourself. Don't try it. We, we tell those things. We say those things to ourselves in our heads all the time as adults. And we need to stop doing that. Yes. Number, I think six. This is your yeah. number four. This is my so number this four. is number seven. Okay. Good job. That was a test. <laughs> Next one is every day is a new day. It's also the best day. Uh, every day is awesome. <laughs> every day is awesome. It's, yeah, there's, there's not really, I mean, maybe that reflection piece isn't there, but. Even if we had an out of sorts day, the following day just starts fresh. Um, there's nothing to hold on to. There's nothing. There's no grudges. There's no, I don't know, ill feelings towards the previous day or four days ago. It just, it's just a clean slate every morning. Yeah. And I know we have, <laughs> there's, there's so many things we could say on this topic and excuses like, oh, like, yeah, but they don't have any real responsibilities. Yeah. And I mean, I'm aware, everybody, they're toddlers and we're adults and we have a lot on our shoulders. But the lesson here is the zest for life is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, they're just so present and just loving. Whatever they're doing. Hey, hey today is awesome. And they wake up, hey, today is awesome. And today is awesome. And I sometimes think, it's not our job to find excuses why today isn't awesome. It's mm -hmm. our it's our job to not acknowledge those and just, yeah, today is awesome. And I think how much better would it be, you know, waking up in the morning, rolling over, hopefully you don't hit snooze, um, but just right away just saying, oh, it's going to be a great day. I mean, that is completely different than rolling over and just right away oh, I hate this or I hate, I mean, it's just, you're going to tackle the day in a completely different direction based on those few words that you can say in the morning. And so taking toddler's advice, just yeah, tap into that two-year-old's brain day. and <laughs> yeah. today is awesome. 
All right, so number eight, move like a toddler. Follow a toddler around when you get the opportunity. And or watch YouTube. Or watch YouTube. <laughs> um, do what they do. We are so rigid as adults of like what constitutes as exercise and like I just think we were designed to move. When we don't we don't need to work out as our only form of moving. The idea of I think our gym or working out or anything is that we we have a better life outside the gym, that we're able to move outside the gym. It's not to get better at working out. For some it is, I guess, professional athletes, but I think for 99% of us, we want to be able to move like a toddler where we can climb this object and jump off. And why did we do that? I don't know. It looked like fun. So I'll climb it again and I'll jump off. And now I feel like tumbling, doing a somersault, and I'm going to try balancing on one leg and running up the toboggan hill. Yeah, climbing, crawling. Yeah. And this is, a, this is definitely something that comes with having a toddler. Because um, if you're running around a playground and jumping off slides and stuff and you're there by yourself or with no kids perhaps somebody might think you're weird <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things I've enjoyed the most is again like um, running up and down the toboggan hill going to playgrounds again it just kind of makes you realize that you can just kind of be silly and move for the sake of moving not not tracking steps or yes exactly calories not everything or is a score or a distance or even a real move like it's it's just getting from the floor and getting back up. Like not everything has to be so rigid and structured. Moving like a toddler is, that was how we were built. And yeah, if, I mean, they're just, they are designed to move. They, they require movement. And I think we require movement as adults as well. When you stop moving, I think other things tend to happen. And again, it's kind of like the sleep thing. We just don't like to attribute it to the fact that We've been sedentary for years and years and years. Um, our bodies were designed to move and yeah, they move. And it snowballs very quickly in the wrong direction and we can start to get it moving in the other direction. If you ever watch kids squat, wait, we lose that ability because we've chosen to stop doing it. That's, mm -hmm. that's the lesson that if we continue, continuously move like them we are going to have all of those abilities for a long, long time. Number nine is be silly, imagine, laugh, AKA play. And this doesn't have to be with kids. That's not your jam. That's okay. But I think even as an adult, you have to find something that is play for you. And Coach Ronimal said that when he was on the podcast, that being in this gym is play for him. Playing with gymnastics movements and kicking upside down and skipping, it is a form of play. It also happens to be a form of movement, but it could be crafting. It could be cooking. It could be, it could be anything, but there needs to be something in our lives that is purely play and enjoyment and and that's it. It's not for anyone else but yourself. Um, and I think as a little caveat here, being silly is also required. Somewhere along the line, we kind of, and I'm the first to admit that I'm getting my silly back after years of the fear of being silly and being looking dumb and 
I'm finding again, uh, just yeah, not it. caring. Yeah, getting one foot out of that comfort zone and yes, not being so worried what other people think. Yeah. Um, people need three hobbies. A hobby that makes them money, a hobby that keeps them healthy, and a hobby that keeps them creative. And I think that be silly, imagine, laugh, play. We We all need something that is play however you want to define that but it can't be just work home work home work home and it can't be just gym work home gym work home there needs to be something in in your life that is play for you that is solely for you something that keeps you creative and keeps the brain working and i I mean that could be a million different things um for me it's probably guitar singing and piano or again playing at the park but it has to be yeah I think just something outside of your job and you know working out for us is play Mm -hmm. I think it also can go through different it's not like you have to pick one thing and then for the next 10 years like you said your play was this yeah I mean one week you could be taking a course one week you could take something you know what I mean it's just your brain is active yes and you're evolving and growing trying new things for sure last one number 10 is number 10 uh, of the lessons from a toddler Paxton has sure taught us that we need to always lead by example and this could be done in several different categories but one that always comes to mind is we need to take care of ourselves first and foremost if we ever want to do a good job of taking care of her so one thing we obviously take very serious is our own health and our own happiness so that we can give everything we have into making her healthy and happy she There are so many things a toddler does that we're like, how did she learn that? How did she learn that? Like, we never taught her that, but she watched us do it. I think the way you speak to each other, the way you handle different situations, the way you treat other people, toddlers are constantly watching and constantly constantly absorbing. So... Everybody around you, whether you have kids or no kids or pets or no pets, friends, I know you got friends, I know you got family, you need to always lead by example. And I think the ultimate lesson there is we need to talk less and just go do more. Um, Not do more as in adding more and more to our plate, but doing more as in doing the things that we say we're going to do and following through and doing the things or acting the way we said we were going to mm-hmm. basically living we want to yes yeah. living up to our actual values yeah and just making them part of their everyday life and i mean again this if you don't have kids that's totally fine there's there's people around you that are also watching and learning and whether they take the information or they don't 
is up to them, but you're still, I think, just living true to what you want to represent instead of just kind of talking about it. Yeah, we thought this top 10 today, guys, was super helpful for, helpful for us to go through. Definitely, we think 10 ways to make ourselves and you guys stronger, healthier, and happier. Hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. And that was, yeah, top 10 lessons from a toddler. Thanks so much, guys. We'll see you again soon. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode. We really appreciate your support and hope to have you back again soon. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Ted Good Music and the band Heat, for allowing us to use their music. Until next time, let's keep rewriting our story and redefining who we are. Yeah.